0: everybody, welcome to the True Crime Squad. I'm Christy Brower, here with my sister, co-host, and partner in all things crime, and birthday girl this week, Katie Weaver. Hey Katie. Hello. How's it going?
1: Well, I mean, being said, I'm the birthday girl this week, pretty damn good. <laughs>
0: right? That's a, that's a good week to have.
1: I guess. I mean, 46. <laughs> what? I don't know how it keeps happening. It's your fault because you keep having birthdays, which means I have to keep having birthdays to keep up with you.
0: Well, and I guess the only thing that you can feel good about is that you will always be younger than me. So, it's true. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. But I, I am good. It is really cool here in Idaho. Like hoodie weather, cool. (laughs)
0: Like we have a frost warning overnight. Cool.
1: Oh, God, that worries me about the crops and about people's gardens, and that sucks. I know.
0: This sucks. I mean, it happens, but no one likes
1: it when it does. I hope my trees are okay. Right. Well, they're calling for snow in Yellowstone this week. Yeah.
0: Very weird. weird
1: So weird. Really weird. weird. But I'm
0: not minding the cooler weather, you know? Mm -hmm. It's been really nice. But, you know, it kind of goes along with the theme of today's episode, Mm -hmm. which is just an overarching... Oh Idaho, mm-hmm. Idaho, be really is- struggling over
1: here, friends. Yeah, a couple of weeks ago we did a whole episode about Utah, mm-hmm. and we said Utah is not okay. Ah, uh, bro, Idaho is not
0: okay. Holy shit! No. no, it is not, and we have a whole lot to get to uh, regarding that. So I think well, we're, we're going to only start- bring
1: in three cases, and could have easily brought
0: six. Yeah, easily, easily brought six, easily so we might as well get started katie with a little uh segment we like to call oh idaho
1: do you guys remember a while back when people were domestic terrorists were shooting out or attempting to shoot out power stations in other states, I believe there was yeah. one in Virginia that actually like took a whole town out for a while with power and caused a bunch of medical emergencies and things.
0: Yeah, well, guess what?
1: Several. Some fool has tried that here. Well, of
0: course they have. It's this guy right here. Looks like a real stable genius to me.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm afraid that's exactly right. So apparently on June 8th. Uh, Adams County re- received a report of a male shooting at a power generating facility in the Hells Canyon corridor. Uh, Hells Canyon? Yeah, that Hells Canyon.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, damage was sustained to both Brownlee and Hells Canyon power equipment. Luckily, mm-hmm. nobody was injured and they were actually didn't manage to knock any power out, but they did injure equipment, of course. Uh, so then it took a coordinated effort between lots of jurisdictions here for them to be able to get a hold of him and they seized multiple firearms from him and then they searched his home and discovered some more stuff. So let's get into it a little bit more. This is just the press release from the Adams County uh, Sheriff's Office, but uh, Mm -hmm. let's get into it a little bit more. He's actually from Meridian, Idaho, which is in the Treasure Valley area, the Boise area. Mm -hmm. (coughs) He's facing three felony charges in two counties. So he shot a rifle at two electrical substations. Uh, He was on a motorcycle. So he shot at one and then fled straight to the other one and shot at that and then fled from police. He also had potentially explosive devices on him. So his name is Randy Vale. He's 58. He's been charged in Washington County with attempting to flee law enforcement and possession of a bomb or destructive device.
0: Whoa.
1: Yeah. Like, he was really up to no good. He also has a malicious injury to property charge in Adams County. Honestly, I, there should be higher crimes for this. And maybe there will be. This might just be the beginning. But Mm -hmm. what the hell?
0: That's just terrifying.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
0: Um, according his to his LinkedIn, to wiping out our power grid is really, really frightening from within,
1: from within. It's really scary, really scary. You think about what it does to communities when the power goes out. Yeah. And particularly people. That Ask Tulsa,
0: Oklahoma. Yeah. They're out this week and some people are going to be out clear till Friday. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah.
1: It's terrible. Besides the fact that it causes food insecurity it causes health insecurity for a lot of people who have to have power to run their medical devices and things like that.
0: Mm-hmm. It also,
1: in very hot areas, then people can't run their air conditioning or in cold areas, their heat. There's a lot of reasons why this puts lives in danger
0: mm-hmm. and
1: just creates chaos in general. And that seems to be the goal.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Destabilizing our infrastructures. That's... Yes.
1: Yep. Yep. So law enforcement said that they found two tire repair cans that are used to hold compressed air that smelled of gasoline. Mm. So they said the canisters were attached to the motorcycle with ratchet straps. They asked Avail if they were bombs, and he said that they were gas canisters for the motorcycle. Only they're not. That's not what those are for. Hmm.
0: Yeah. Sounds like something he was trying to blow up.
1: So that, yeah, the Nampa bomb squad had to come out and move the canisters. Luckily, nobody was hurt. Thank God nobody was hurt. But the sheriff's offices from Meridian, uh, the FBI, as well as from Washington and Adams County have all worked together. They did have a search warrant on his home. And, <coughs> excuse me, Uh when he was arrested he told the police he did not understand his miranda rights and refused to sign a notification of his rights oh uh, sure he's probably oh, one of one those uh, yeah he's one of these uh what do they call themselves
0: sovereign whatever sovereign
1: citizens that's right i'll bet you he is that's mm-hmm. just classification for himself yeah
0: will you go to prison whether you're a sovereign citizen or not for doing yep. some dumb shit like this
1: yep so the, uh, Idaho power says that this is an isolated event. They don't think there's any other threats to their critical infrastructure. Well, yeah, I hope not, but I don't know that you knew that this was coming either, bro. So I'm not sure that you can really say that, but at any rate, they're working to, uh, repair their system and make sure that everybody's power stays on. But I think this is really worth paying attention to. Idaho is becoming, especially like Northern Idaho, but it's really bleeding down into all of these counties, kind of a hotbed for alt-right, dramatic, radical uh, people that are moving to the state or that already have lived here that are really being empowered to do very
0: shit. And this is... Well, Northern Idaho has always been known for skinheads and gunrunners. So, I mean, I don't think we're... Too far off the mark with this new brand of uh-huh. domestic terrorism-hmm uh-huh.
1: I'm afraid so.
0: Not that everybody in Northern Idaho is like that. I know they're not. Oh,
1: no. There's lots of wonderful people there. But uh, there's been a huge push there to try to close one of their community colleges out of extremism, which is Mm -hmm. really scary. Some of their hospitals are trying to close. They've had to close a bunch of their maternity wards. There's a lot of things happening right now that indicate that Idaho is not okay. But this, I think, is scary. This is the kind of stuff that uh, we really need to keep an eye on and i'm glad that nobody was hurt and glad that they were able to get a hold of him before he did something with those uh, devices that he had strapped to his bike what in the world according to his linkedin he is in the bishopric of a mormon church Mm -hmm. and by all accounts seemed to be a pretty normal guy but uh no he's not he's an extremist i really hope that those charges increase that is not enough I would yeah. imagine they no, do, no, though. I, that's probably just the start, but uh, because there hasn't been a, we don't know what they found when they searched his home. That was probably hair raising on its own.
0: So I would imagine. Yeah.
1: There you have it. Well, I'm going to kick the mic back over to you for yet another uh, <laughs> part of our uh, show today called Oh, Idaho.
0: hmm. <laughs> Friends, there's been an absolute tragedy in Kellogg, Idaho, also northern. uh, Perpetrated by this man right here. His name is uh, Major John Kaler. Uh, Let me be clear. He's not a major in anything. Major John Martin Kaler is his name. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, he's a major in something. Major Jackass.
0: If you look right here, it says Savage. That's what that tattoo above his eyebrow says. Uh, The name is super confusing, but he is not a major of anything. That is literally his name. And he goes by, he runs Major John together as one word, uh, as his first name. He goes by Major John. And I think a lot of people call him Major. Mm -hmm. His wife
1: seems to from things she's posted on Facebook. Yes. Yeah.
0: Well, unfortunately, on Sunday, uh, police responded to a duplex where they discovered an entire family of four shot to death. Yeah. They did arrest uh, Major John Kaler for these shootings, and he is said to have uh, admitted to it to the police. So he uh, saw a judge today, yeah, today, where he was charged with four counts of first-degree murder and one count of burglary. Mm -hmm. So the family who was killed lived in, they they lived in a duplex. So Major John's family lived above, on on the top floor, and uh, the uh, Guardape family lived below them. Uh-huh. And that was Kenneth and Kenna Guardipe, uh, along with Devin Smith and his younger brother, who we're just referring to as A.S. because he's a minor,
1: uh-huh.
0: were all shot and killed. So literally the people that lived below him. Yeah. So we did a little looking into what possibly could have, you know, started this. And there are some social media posts from his wife that kind of answer this. That is not the one I want. Sorry. Let me get my, let me get all my stuff together. So basically (laughs) what's going on is there's been an, there have been some incidents between um, the son of uh, Devin, Devin Smith and his, and then the children of Major John Kaler well really and his wife Uh the the accusation is that um Mrs. Kaler and their children were out in their backyard when Devin Smith was masturbating in the window um of his bedroom where looking directly at these children and where they could all see it happening Now I'm going to say this because I think we have. It's important that we say this. Devin Smith has not actually was not actually ever charged with anything. Mm -hmm. These things were reported to the police. We don't know for sure. We can't guarantee that they did in fact happen. But this is where this is the story that's rolling out out of Kellogg about why this happened. Yeah. So this is a social media post from Kaylee Kaler, Major John's wife. And this ha- this po- was posted several days ago, several days prior to the shooting. She said, so we got new downstairs neighbors two weeks ago. They have two teenage boys. One just graduated and the other one does next year. We share a backyard. My kids stay on their side, but they are out there a lot. They jump on the trampoline with the sprinkler. Almost every single time the older boy goes outside on his porch and seems to be watching them. I tried to brush it off since it's their yard too, but my mama gut couldn't shake it. I was outside with her children um, coloring with chalk in our backyard tonight when one of the girls says, mom, the boy is in the window. And uh, let's see. And she seemed shocked. I say, yes, it's their house. It's fine. And she goes, no, mom, the boy is shaking his penis. This dude was staring out the window directly at my girls and I and beating his dick off. I saw his naked body jump up on his bunk bed and scoop back. Uh, I make an effort not to look in their windows. So the fact that he was standing right in front of it and my daughters were, saw everything is absolutely disgusting, especially because she was on the, op- she was on the opposite side of our climbing dome as far away in the yard as she could be on our side, not even close to his window. Why, why were you, <clears throat> why were you staring in their direction? I immediately ran to get major, who, major, major John, who went down to bang on the window He was gone, so Major went to the front door, and he had to knock several times before he got an answer. I am freaking distraught. I'm already so uncomfortable living here, and now this. I called the landlord to let him know in case they are trying to complain about us or if they want to try and start drama and get us kicked out so he knows why. I am livid. The police have been called. I don't take stuff like this lightly. I just want to protect my children, but people always act like you are being dramatic. This is the last thing I want to be dealing with, in this market. I don't know. Uh, now my kids can't play outside like they've been able to for years when there was just a sweet old lady living below us. So, uh, we learn that, um, this boy, Devin has also been in trouble for masturbating in class at school, Mm -hmm. been suspended for a day or two for that. Um, they go to the police Um, This is what Kaylee said. We wrote our statements and are pressing the issue. And so are the cops. They were as helpful as could be. He is 18 and started crying and denying it. Then they tried to turn it on my kids saying they were mad that they were walking down, looking into their windows. We didn't see it walking down the stairs. We saw it from across our yard, 15 to 20 feet away and it was still daylight out. So he was close enough to the window that we could vividly see everything. That is not okay. Like someone said above, he was positioned to wear my daughter and then myself could see exactly what he was doing. That took some effort. And that kind of behavior is gross, disturbing and unacceptable in every sort of way. I'm so sad for my kids right now, especially uh, the child who witnessed this. She was white as a ghost and in shock. That is the last thing uh, my 11-year-old daughter should have to see. Uh, I also heard him saying he was getting dressed. Uh, she said, well, I've never in my life seen ever, anyone getting dressed in that manner. So this is what was going on between these two neighbors. Yeah. And the situation had been reported to the police. The police were looking into it, but this all happened over a real short period of time. Right. And apparently on Sunday, it happened again. And when major discovered that that, it happened, as we understand it, and of course there will be more details to come. Oh, but yeah. as We understand it. He took a gun, went into their living space and killed all four members of the family, mom, dad, Devin and the younger brother.
1: Jesus.
0: Um, it's shocking. You know, there, there's, there are articles coming out of Kellogg that say something about, you know, father kills pedophile to protect his daughters on Father's Day. Oh, somehow glorifying this behavior yep it is not okay and you know i don't think that you know if Devin did this that's not okay either however he but- was never charged with anything nor no. was it this man's job to be the executioner of anyone no it's a terrible situation it has destroyed two families Yeah. Not to mention a a community and many extended family. I cannot imagine the damage done in this situation. Oh, across the board. But I don't care
1: what happened. That does not justify that man Mm. going downstairs and destroy uh, shooting up an entire family.
0: No, at all.
1: the, and the people that are trying to make this guy out to be some kind of a hero are sick. Sick. If that's murder the kind of they people in to cold live blood. In, they need to move out
0: because and that's not
1: what this country is about.
0: No, not at all. The police not were at working
1: all. on it. They were trying to get something together to be able to take some action. They were on it. Right. But you know, There's only so much they can do, too, in the interim of trying to get some charges together. Right. Uh, It's it's so gross. It's such a gross display of, you know, being macho to the point that this dude has destroyed the lives of his own children, besides Mm -hmm. this other complete family, because he couldn't control himself.
0: Right. Because, I mean, what's... What else is really going on here? I don't think that we have right. the entire story. There's no don't. way we have the whole story. What is what is going on with Kaler? That mm-hmm. uh his reaction was not only to kill the young man that's accused of this, but his entire family as well. Right. That leads in a that tells me there's way more to this story than what we know yep. yet. Not and only hopefully that, we his will find out.
1: Lived upstairs? Yeah. The trauma of his daughter seeing somebody doing that in the window is awful. And the fact that that ever happened is un- inexcusable. It's horrible. It but is. how do you think she felt about hearing screaming and gunshots downstairs?
0: Right. Right. I'm sure that and wasn't that was better. at all. Yeah. So Major John Kaler has a very small criminal history, mostly uh, like, misdemeanor traffic stuff and one drug charge. He's never uh, been arrested for a violent crime. No history of violence that we know of that has been reported to the police. Now, as far as within his own family, I don't know. Hmm. There's a lot we do not know about Kaler just yet. Um, right. But I think that this case is really, really important for us to focus on because we have gotten to a point here in this country that when people are mad, at someone they go and kill them and we've seen it way too often Mm -hmm. or if someone feels threatened or freaked out by somebody they just go shoot them Mm -hmm. with no thought really for the outcome i mean how many times we just saw it with the with the mother that went to try to get her child's ipad back from the neighbor who shot her through the door and killed her like how many more cases people getting shot for driving taking the wrong turn Or knocking on the wrong door, getting to Mm -hmm. the wrong house and knocking on the wrong door. Turning around in someone's driveway. Yeah. Or trying to get into the wrong car. How many of us have done that? I have several Mm -hmm. times. And, you know, like the the reactionary behavior and the, you know, immediately I've got my gun and I'm going to kill you attitude that we've got going on in this country is terrifying. And this is one of those examples that I just, I'm absolutely stunned. By Mm -hmm. this situation, that this is what this man chose to do, Mm -hmm. and that somehow this was the solution. Yep.
1: And that there are plenty of people right now that are actually singing his praises.
0: Oh my God.
1: That what he did was okay. And calling murder
0: murder victims a pedophile. And I. Right. He was a kid. He was 18 Mm -hmm. years old, had not been charged with anything. And if he's having problems like that, then definitely people need to be protected. But Mm -hmm. is this how you do it? And then you murder his whole family, too? No. Right. Absolutely And he probably deserved
1: to catch a charge. And there was probably a charge coming.
0: Yeah. But. There probably was. And had well, they given that him was enough time, the landlord it. would probably have um, evicted, evicted them, them as, as well. well. I mean, yep. but it was going to take some time.
1: Yep. All of those things were going to happen, but it mm-hmm. was going to take some time. And in the meantime, sadly, unfortunately, they probably needed to keep those little girls upstairs and not be down in that yard for any reason. Right. Which sucks. Yeah. But unfortunately, this is sometimes what happens. But it is so sad for all involved. It's just It's just, yeah, it's just unfathomable. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But it's something I think we have to continue to focus on and be aware of. Mm -hmm. And that we have to work on better solutions than this. Because now, Mm -hmm. you know, there are more guns than people in the United States. And people Mm -hmm. are very regularly just seeing the solution as blowing someone else away.
1: Yep. Yep. Without really understanding the justice system. Yeah. Did Major John think that he was going to be... Held accountable? Did he just not sure care? Did he really think that he that could moment, justify he this just crime?
0: Had, couldn't even. Was too angry to think and. Just gone too
1: far. Yeah, maybe.
0: Yeah. Yep. Very sad. Very. Well, we will keep you updated on what happens. I don't know if he really will plead guilty or if they will try to use some side of self-defense. It's not going to work. It yeah. absolutely will not work.
1: No it won't it wouldn't have worked if all we shot was devon because nope. that was not an eye for an eye or tit for tat mm-hmm. in any way nope. uh, that it, in anyhow any you know capacity that would justify that but to murder four people yeah no
0: horrific yeah okay well katie why don't you wrap it up for us with a little more oh i don't know oh idaho
1: we have gone from domestic terrorists to absolute bonkers. Uh, Now let's go to his poisoner.
0: (laughs) And this is actually not Northern Idaho. This is our area.
1: Our area. You know, we've been talking about the Corey Richens case coming out of Utah, where she Mm -hmm. uh, poisoned her husband with fentanyl. You know, and then wrote that charming little book about how she and her children dealt with their father's, you know, the grief of their father's passing. Well... Mm -hmm. Luckily, in this case, nobody died. But I want to introduce you to Jared and Courtney Goody. Jared, Courtney was in court today, actually, but I want to tell you a little Mm -hmm. bit about Jared. So Jared got really, really sick. In June of 2020. He had lung infections, lesions, constant migraines, loss of hair, skin, fingernails, and toenails. He'd been told it was symptoms potentially related to having COVID-19. But this went on and on and on. And it just didn't make any sense. And then his mom and two sisters started experiencing similar symptoms. So... All of these people in his family suddenly have all of this weird stuff. Jared's wife, Courtney, was taking care of him, taking him to his medical appointments, trying to help him. But Jared saw a litany of doctors, and nobody could figure out what was making him sick. And his sister was also dealing with symptoms, and she said it was really frustrating. Nobody could pinpoint what was the matter. So somehow they started to put some pieces together of some things that had happened and things that had been said. And they started putting together this crazy idea that what if it was Courtney? What if she's intentionally making us all sick? Now, when Jared's family came to him and said, do you think there's any chance that Courtney is causing this? He was like, of course it's not. What are you talking about? You know, he didn't want to face the fact that that could possibly be the
0: case. Sure. Didn't want to think his wife would do such a thing.
1: Right. So Jared and Courtney married in 2010. They had two kids and divorced in 2018. And then in 2019, they actually reconciled, remarried, and had a third child. So they've had kind of a rocky past and quite Mm -hmm. the history. So in December of 2020, so this is six months after Jared first got sick, his parents sought out a private lab to test him for poisons. Because at this point, they, their gut feelings had grown and grown. Some things that they had seen, they just weren't sure. So they found a lab called the Carlson Company in Colorado that uh, would test for poisons. So they extracted hair from him and sent it to, in for testing. And it showed that he had potentially fatal levels of selenium in his body. Like, he was told that it was far beyond a fatal number, and it was surprising that he was still alive. Mm -hmm. He also had higher than normal levels of rubidium, uranium, aluminum, manganese, and thallium. Cathallium that's found in rat poisoning.
0: Right. Like, thallium is Mm -hmm. super poisoning.
1: So they go to the Chubbuck police. This is uh, in the Pocatello, Idaho area. And at first the police are like, eh, that seems pretty dicey. But they, uh, and told them they would need more evidence to pursue criminal charges. So they start recording conversations with Courtney. And she never really admits giving poison to Jared, but she tells him That she has easy access to a cattle vaccine that contains a lot of selenium and thallium. And explains to him her understanding of these chemicals and how much to give a small cow versus a large cow. Even told him how much uh, you would have to give to a human. And so they're, they're convinced at this point. Sure. So they take all these recordings. At one point, Jared actually asks her straight up if she poisoned him. And she says, I don't know, Jared. I don't know. Maybe I don't know.
0: Maybe don't I know. don't know. That's not no. <laughs> right? Oh, oh, she said, I don't know if I did it, Jared.
1: I think I did it, but I don't know. What? So they take all those recordings and the lab tests. They go back to the police in February, 2021. The detectives go ahead and open a case, and she was charged in March with a felony for aggravated battery by poisoning. That was in 2021. So, Jared, knowing that uh, these charges are coming, continues to live with her for a month because he didn't want to leave the kids alone with her because, you know, she's trying to kill people.
0: Take those children and run, dummy. What are you doing? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. This, he also knew that she was being charged so they both knew about the tests and the criminal allegations and the lab results and he continued to live there with her for a month <clears throat> he said it was absolute hell but uh, they just he tried to muddle through well at the preliminary hearing the felony charge was dropped uh, the prosecutor's office said that uh They did not uh, have a strong enough case. Or the judge said the prosecution didn't have a strong enough case.
0: I mean, what? They (laughs) did find
1: two vials of cattle vaccine in their house. Oh, my God. So, but they didn't have a toxicologist or anybody in the preliminary to testify to what this could be all about or what was happening. So they drop the charges and a week later they refile two misdemeanors
0: misdemeanors she's Mm -hmm. trying to kill him Mm -hmm. i mean what would be the oh you know what other purpose would there be here so eventually
1: they reach a plea deal so courtney just uh today or tomorrow i thought she was in court today but looks like it's supposed to be june 21st uh she is going to plead guilty to one misdemeanor battery charge and that's it oh
0: my god what about the mom and sisters have they been
1: tested i don't know but according to the probable cause she told detectives at the time of her arrest that she was adding liquid poison to jared's food and drink she admitted to it. She told what? them that she got the idea from a now deceased family member and took the poison from a stash of cattle vaccines at her parents' house. She also told the police that she wasn't trying to kill Jared. Guys, she wasn't trying to kill Jared. She just wanted to make him sick enough that he wouldn't leave her.
0: What? Yes. Yeah. Selenium and thallium? Mm-hmm. I mean, he's she so wanted to, to be alive. Die.
1: She just wanted him to be too sick to be able to take
0: care of himself. Oh, my God. Chubbuck police, what are you doing? Yeah. And prosecutor and everyone else over there in Bannock County? What the hell? Mm-hmm. Oh. This woman is terrifying and should well, not have, have access to her children. No.
1: Well, she was in custody at the Bannock County Jail. She made numerous phone calls. Uh... During one of the calls, Jared and Courtney told each other that they still loved each other, but Jared said, uh, Asked her if you love me, why are you poisoning me? And she said, I don't. This is when she said, I don't know if I did, Jared. I think I did, but I don't know. Jared, no, I think no. Get the hell out of Dodge. What
0: are you doing? Mm-hmm.
1: Jared is still sick. Uh, yeah. This doesn't. It's heavy doesn't... metal poisoning right go away he has to take prussian blue which is Mm -hmm. a cdc controlled drug that's extremely hard to get it traps thallium in the intestines and prevents it from being absorbed by the body but he also has to have weekly blood treatments to remove heavy metals from his blood from the selenium and surprise surprise his insurance won't pay for it So his parents are just desperately trying to help save their son and help get him all of the medical care that he needs to recover from this. While they're really only kind of partially being taken seriously.
0: This is insane. It is
1: insane. It is nuts that this is happening and that she's getting away for this.
0: Also, have any other people died around old uh, uh, Courtney here? Because I would be right. Who is the now deceased family member? And how did yeah. they become deceased? Yeah. Holy. It's
1: crap. unreal. So they are fighting currently over custody. He has temporary full custody of the kids while permanent custody is sorted out through the legal system. But, of course, she's only going to have a misdemeanor on her record. That's not going to keep her from having those kids. That There's something insane. really serious going on here right really serious with her mental health my god
0: this is the kind of stuff that female serial killers do and you know who they Mm -hmm. kill their own family Mm -hmm. and you know how they do it poison Mm -hmm. holy shit! yeah this
1: is serious it's really serious yeah
0: Yeah. but they're taking it very serious down there in bannock county
1: no they're not it's shocking it's absolutely shocking that this is where it's at, especially listening to or uh, reading what's in the probable cause. Right. cause. She literally admitted it and said she was doing it uh, and putting poison in his food to keep him with her. It, again, it makes me think about the uh, Corey Richens case. It makes me think of the dentist mm-hmm. that we covered in Colorado not too long ago that was mm-hmm. poisoning his wife's protein drinks. Yes. And it did eventually kill her. Yes. Uh, he is very lucky to be alive. He is. He's very lucky. And
0: uh, there's no saying that his kids aren't next. I mean, he needs to get the hell out of right. here. Right.
1: It's This is scary, especially Holy because uh, I don't know that the justice system is going to be on the side of the kids at this point.
0: I, I'm afraid it, it won't. This, this is shocking to me. Mm-hmm. It is. He is getting away with this at this level. It is mm-hmm. unbelievable.
1: Mm-hmm. And I don't typically say things like this, but if the shoe was on the other foot and he was the poisoner, would he really just get away with a misdemeanor?
0: No. No way in no. hell. I
1: don't think so. Yeah.
0: Not not in this state. No. But we know that in this state, Idaho has a real tendency to be light-handed with women. We, we've seen it before. It's happened before. Um, this, But this mm-hmm. is shocking and scary. And it indicates some really serious concerns with Courtney and her safety in the public
1: definitely definitely it or, does. Or should
0: i say the public's safety or public her.
1: safety yeah for sure for sure she's willing to do something like that so we'll keep an eye on it uh that guilty plea apparently is supposed to come in the morning so they'll uh be hammering that out and uh all the best to jared and his family my goodness what a terrible thing
0: Move as far, move to Florida. No, don't go don't Go, to go <laughs> almost to Florida so you're as far away from Idaho as you can get in this country. Mm-hmm. Go to like one of the Carolinas, but not Florida. <laughs> get out of here. Maybe not better. But uh, yeah. Anyway, so there you have it. Wow. Well, do you agree with us that Idaho is not okay? Idaho's not okay. Because it is not. And this is only three of about six really terrible things going on in our state right now, and and I'm sure there are more, but just of the ones that we are aware that of.
1: Is certainly not mentioning Vallo de Bell or Coburger.
0: No, yeah, this is in addition to mm-hmm. those situations. So good, good Lord. Yeah, we're a hot mess. Well, we will keep you posted on all of these uh, cases mm-hmm. now. Tomorrow, Wednesday, we will be hosting our very first watch party. So this is for members of our YouTube channel. If you join, it's 4 dollars a month, then we will do, be doing a watch party once a month where we will not be streaming an episode because, well, that's against the law. But what we will be doing is watching together. An episode of a true crime documentary that we think would be fun to do together. So, Katie, if you wouldn't mind sharing with us what our very first uh, watch party will be.
1: I chose this, and if it's really mm-hmm. terrible, I am sorry. I thought it looked pretty it's terrible. A true it's a crime documentary, crazy. so it's
0: going to be terrible.
1: <laughs> it, it's why I chose it. Uh, <laughs> it's called Killer Sally. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. So, it is about this, uh, well, killer uh, who, uh, she and her husband were bodybuilders. That's kind of what brought them together. And that also, uh, I think she might have been stronger than him. But at any rate, it ended up in uh, his murder and some other things. So, there's three parts to this series. We'll just watch the first. And it is an hour long and it is called Valentine's Day. So here's the teaser. Sally and Ray McNeil met and fell in love via a shared interest in bodybuilding. But their seemingly happy marriage masks a life of violence and abuse. So, of course, trigger alert. uh, As with all true crime, this has some bad shit in it. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm sure you're not surprised. But that's what we are going to be watch partying with together. So pop your popcorn, pour your gin. That's what we're doing.
0: And it's on Netflix.
1: It, yes, it's on
0: Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. So we will post that again, just so that you all remember. But we just wanted mm-hmm. to share that. We're just going to get this started and see how it goes. We just think it might be fun, too. A lot of people have said it would be fun to watch some of this stuff together as a group, like we do with our live streams when we live stream court and stuff like that. So yeah. we're going to give it a shot. But remember, you have to watch the episode while we have we will be live streaming what is essentially a chat. hmm.
1: So we'll be here just like this, you know, for members of our net, of our YouTube uh, subscribership. But we'll be watching that, and so will you. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, this is making sense.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so you can chat with the yeah. live stream while also watching Killer Sally, mm-hmm. episode one. <laughs> so we'll find join out. Wait for, <laughs> for that tomorrow? It's going to be a lot of fun. And we'll be back uh well when, so Wednesday night we have our live uh case updates live stream so that will be at 7 p.m. mountain and then at mm-hmm. 8 15 mountain we'll be doing um we'll be doing the first uh, watch party. So got a lot coming up. Yes. And uh, you know, make sure that you check out what we what we put out yesterday and you know with the Cody Bixby up, update, it's a big deal. Corey Bigsby finally arrested, charged, and arrested for uh, Cody's death. So that's big news. We're appreciative of that finally. And there's lots of other things coming. Don't worry. We know there's a lot going on in the crime world, but we had to keep it close to home tonight because Idaho, she's not okay. Yeah. Nope. Well, you know it. We are the True Crime Squad. Thanks for being here. Take care. <laughs>